Welcome to Boating Insights. This is a podcast about achieving your boating dreams, brought to you by Above and Beyond Boating. We deliver the leading courses to skipper your own boat. Welcome back to Boating Insights. My name is Neil Driscoll. Today's Boating Insight is looking at boating holidays, one of my all-time favourite things to do with a boat. Uh, lucky enough to have been doing this you know, my entire life and first of all just want to highlight just some of the different options that you've got as a boating holiday and then help you look at how you might make a decision about where you go or what you do and then a couple of tips about how you might just be able to try and make sure it's a super fun enjoyable experience for all involved so really the main ways that you might do a boating holiday other than just if you're lucky enough to own a boat and literally just blocking a bit of time out on your calendar and going on holiday would be either what we call a bear boat so that's when you charter a vessel and then you are essentially the self-skipper so you don't you don't have a professional on board unless you are a professional but you're you're basically hiring a boat and taking charge of it yourself then you've got a, a skipper charter so that can vary from really just having someone that's a bit handy that's almost like a sail guide on board that can just kind of show you around through to uh, you know a highly experienced qualified professional instructor or even you what they call crude so you could actually have you know a skipper and a a chef or someone on board it goes all the way through really but the idea is really that you are just a a guest on the boat you're not actually having to be responsible for the boat you might be involved in the sailing operations to some degree it totally varies on what you book and what you're doing and size of the vessel etc but basically they're your main ones to start with bare boat where you're in charge or skippered where someone else is then you've got flotillas so again they vary massively but the general concept is there's a whole bunch of boats together there's a lead boat that would normally have kind of a, a lead skipper, an engineer, and maybe someone that sort of organised some of the, the social elements, booking restaurants and organising food, etc. Also handy, especially if you're somewhere that you, you've not been before or you're particularly if you're time poor and you don't really have the time or, or the inclination to have to do a whole bunch of research, you basically just get up. Someone tells you this is what we're going to do today. You do that plan. You turn up. They're already there. They've reserved an area. They help you with your docking and things, which, especially if it's something quite tricky, can be kind of helpful. Um, there's someone around if you have some issues that might be able to help fix the boat or at least tell you that it can't be fixed. And then they've also tended to book the restaurants. Depending on what you're looking for, it would be a positive or a negative that you are then with a whole bunch of other boats as well. So... If you were looking for that social element, then that would obviously be a positive. And if you were not, then it would probably be a negative. But particularly if you're quite new to boating and the the flotillas can just be a really nice way of feeling like you've got a bit of a handheld. And lots of people do them even when they're very experienced because they enjoy the social element or they enjoy someone else sort of organising a whole bunch of the logistics and they're, they're just quite happy to be skippering the boat while they're out there. So... Just something to look at. It, it's been around probably longer than I've been alive and, and varies from almost really backpacker-style trips right through to some you know very high-end. And so depending what you were looking for, I, 
like everything else in life and I can guarantee that if you if you do a bit of research you'll be able to find something that was sort of at your at your price point and what you were what you were hoping for then you've also got sailing courses so that's where you might just book a you know four or five days leave and go to a destination you you're all over the world to do something like a competent crew day skipper coastal skipper it's worth highlighting on this that you know if you're booking that as an individual you are joining a course so the instructor has a syllabus that they need to deliver for people who have paid to have a you know an, an enjoyable but an educational experience so it's not necessarily a straight holiday it is also kind of a, a, a training experience one way of managing that is pretty much everywhere you also have you know because you only have five people on the boat you can also just organize your own group you might blend it so you've got a couple of people doing competent crew and a couple of people doing the day skipper and maybe one person is just there not really too worried about anything they're just along for the ride it can, it can vary but that's something that if you know if you organize your own group it makes it a lot easier for you to have a lot more say in how that plays out if you booked an individual it's great holiday great experience you also just need to bear in mind you kind of got to go with the flow because you are joining a a group adventure i'll come back to those a bit later but the last thing i just wanted to factor because it's a relatively new add-on is also as syndication has grown and grown and you know with that it's harder and harder for people to kind of find their unique space in the market more and more places are starting to offer uh the boat being in another location for maybe three months of the year long enough that all the owners can maybe book a week or 10 days on the boat as part of their ownership through the year. Uh, in Australia, for example, a lot of the capital cities uh, will move the boats up to the Whit Sundays during the winter months so that people can have a holiday there. I mention it because if it's something that you're, you would be keen to be doing maybe in the next five years as part of your general plan you'd like to do two or three chartered holidays it's worth factoring in this as an option maybe downside is the boat's probably going to be in the same location each each year which you know isn't the end of the world but isn't going to a new destination to explore it every time however if you were already planning to sort of spend the money hiring a bear boat for a week 10 days it you might find that it changed the economics on whether or not it was viable for you to look at becoming a, a an owner in a syndicate for a you know a two three five year plan. So I just wanted to put that on your radar because it's it's something which essentially if you're considering doing for three you know two or three times in a five year period, then one way of looking at it is that that does potentially create a budget that might make things suddenly seem more attractive or more affordable than they might have appeared previously so it's just another option and then obviously if you actually own the boat outright you've got all sorts of options and it's not really one that we're focused too much on today it's it's more when you're organizing a boat for your holiday now in terms of making sure that this is awesome for everyone something which i think is really key and i see absolutely nailed by great skippers and forgotten by people who are maybe still wondering why people don't always enjoy coming on a boat with them is remembering that b- 
be it whether you've got a fishing boat and the fishing's a main activity or you've got a sailing boat and the sailing's a main activity or a racing boat and racing's your main activity, that if you're inviting people to come on the boat or if you're organising time out on a boat, everyone's going to have their own list of things that they see as being what you would do on a boat. I really think that if you nail it out there's normally kind of 10 key things that will be important to people and it might be just reading a book or or it could be fishing or going or hours of sailing every day or racing but if you can check in with people ideally before you book a trip to see what maybe their top three or four things that they picture would be great as part of a boating holiday for them such as you know exploring restaurants swimming fishing snorkeling and so on it makes it a lot easier to also, one, just maybe manage the expectation because they might have a, a vision of being able to go ashore every day because that's what they did on their last boating holiday but not realising they're now going somewhere that doesn't really have those kind of facilities or vice versa. But also just if you're selecting somewhere, especially if it's somewhere like the Mediterranean or the Caribbean where you've got a huge amount of options, you might it might help you narrow down oh this is somewhere that's got really good diving or this is somewhere where they say you know it's very light winds which you know I I know we've got a couple of people who really don't like it if the boat's tipping around or the sea's bumpy so that might be really good for them or or actually everyone's really keen for some quite hard yards why don't we go to a windier destination or they hope the idea with it I mean I could just play these out all day but the idea, I just want you to have it in your mind that you could talk to people in advance and see what their wider expectation of a boating holiday is, which could make it a lot easier to book somewhere that helps you deliver on what everyone's looking for. And the other way, just to manage an expectation that if there's parts of it that are just not going to be possible, that people know well in advance of getting wallets out and booking flights and holiday and leave and getting to the boat with that that also factors in like are people wanting to learn do they want to be involved in the boat are they looking for and yourself as well you're looking for something super chilled or you're looking for something that's quite adventurous something we found really helpful is actually getting involved with doing the online skipper course beforehand so that people actually have an understanding about handling the boat and some of the safety and some of the complexities involved in planning the trip so it's not just oh i've read that this is a great bay we're going to go to it because it's actually well hang on it's 60 miles away so just people aren't people that are only used to getting places either flying or driving are not necessarily used to the fact that it's not always you know it makes a massive difference trying to get somewhere by boat if you're going towards the wind or away from the wind or you know a, even a 40 mile trip is a pretty big trip on most boats even if you're cruising along at 10 knots so just think that if you can understand for yourself and other people what kind of trip you're looking for that can make it a lot easier for the planning and even if it just means that you might say hey look we've got a couple of days we're going to do a lot of being out on the water but we're also going to factor in a couple of days where we don't go out at all and we're just trying to please everyone or maybe you don't want to please everyone but it makes for a much more fun holiday if everyone's on top of this stuff well in advance and the online skip of course I mentioned just meaning that take a lot of pressure off the skipper, have a much more trained crew that are much more competent and can be helpful when you need them. And it can make it, well, will make it more fun and safer for all involved. 
on this note, please don't feel that if you get a sail guide or a skipper on board that that's necessarily a cop-out. I think it's a, a great idea. And actually, as, as life goes on, I've often felt, particularly when I'm going to places that you've got to anchor all the time rather than being concerned about having to leave the boat anchor or how we're going to work that out. It's, it's not always such a bad idea. You know, it, it depends on the size of the boat and dynamic. It wouldn't always work. But I just want you to bear in mind that just because you do know your way around skippering a boat doesn't make it a cop-out to have someone on board that can show you the best fishing spots, snorkeling spots, the bays that you would probably have not found. I've been to a huge amount of places and the the information available for you to try and explore can range from unimaginably brilliant to borderline non-existent. So sometimes, you know, especially if you're still, you know, you're not kind of retired, you're short on time, you don't have the time or inclination to a huge amount of research to try and find all these different bays. It's not always such a bad idea. And you can always do it for a few days. So, you know, I've got a good friend up in the Whit Sundays, and that's often something they've done is they'll be on board for three or four days sail guiding and then they'll leave people to it and they'll do the last few days on their own, maybe having been given a bit of a suggestion of what the best route to follow will be. So just something to consider. On that same vein, if you are looking at doing what we call a destination sailing course, so you know lots of people doing day skipper course or competent crew and you're going through all of our online courses or of course coastal skipper, then do consider booking, even if you're doing the course, booking a bear boat for a few days at the end of your course if you can make the time and money available because it's a great way of putting the skills into practice that you've learned and really nice way of kind of solidifying everything and and putting a lot more purpose behind what you've done other than just finishing the course and and going home and and if it's not feasible to do that immediately maybe just try and make that the thing that you do for the next time that you book a, a boating holiday afterwards if you've done a course is then going on to do the the bare boat of a similar level the next time so that, so that you can just really solidify and cement your skills. I hope this can help you book and have some fantastic boating holidays. And I know that we've all had to just learn that, you know, plans are just something that we make and we hope to get to do these days. But hopefully as the world does start to move to opening up again, gives you a chance to just start talking to people and in your friends and family circle that you'd like to do some of these things with and, get an understanding of how you could book things that are going to be great for everyone. So get out and have fun and thanks for listening.